This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Let me tell you, we, we have had the last four years, I, I told you all last week, um, my, num- my number one show, because every week we do the top five, this week's list is fire. Mm. I put, and I, I was hesitant to put this in because of the trauma we've experienced, you know, in this country. And so I had to stop watching. But then I dipped my toe back in and I'm caught up. I'm caught up. And it was satisfying. I'm going to say the very last episode of this show was a little satisfying. So I put it on my list because it's safe to go in and watch The Handmaid's Tale. And joining us, joining us, he plays the husband. He is in, he is a, a character that you, you want to root for. At the same time, I'm like, damn, dude, why you stay with June? No, why you stay with her? We're going to talk to him <laughs> about it. Let me welcome the one and only O.T. Fagbinle. Welcome. Thank you very much. All right. You pronounce your name. Fagbenle, you, you oh, nailed it. Oh, all right. That's the right. version of it. <laughs> all right. So, are you from? Where are you from originally? Well, my my dad's Nigerian and my mom is English and Irish. Okay. All right. Cool. So, OT is uh, initials for. Yeah, you know what? My full name is Olatunde, Olateju, Olaolorun, Fagbenle, uh, and so there, there's actually four names: Olatunde. Uh, it normally gets abbreviated to all out or Sunday, but my family just called me OT, so that's what I've been known as since a kid. All right. And I'm not mad at you. I, I, um, how did you get so when the script came in, right? Was Trump, I don't think Trump was president. No, you know, I had read Octavia Butler and I'm like, make America great again. And then I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale. And then this week, Britney Spears is talking about her father forcing her to keep an IUD. In, and I'm like, what in The Handmaid's oh. Tale is this? Like, there is there's a there's a <laughs> yes. there's something going on. Uh, and it's not just here. It's across the globe. When you got the it's script, yeah. when you going. got the script, OT, what what were your thoughts? Well, you know what? I mean, it, it, it was it, it was great. I, the, the thing is, is that, that our director, a woman called Reed Morano, who's a DOP, she had a real vision for The Handmaid's Tale, which, was, which you can't see on the script. So the script was great. And I'm like, all right, dope. Elizabeth Moss is great. And I know Reed from before. I know she's cool, but I didn't know what she had in mind. So when you got that confluence of that script, that visuals, the actors that they got in it, and then you throw in a little Trump, then, then that's, that's really, I think, something that really made the, the show explode like it did. All right. I have Elizabeth Moss in my top five uh, actresses today. She, the, you could zone you, her eyes. She acts without opening her mouth. Like, the, she's intense. She's off the chain. Like, her, her act, <laughs> like, all right tell me tell me what what it's like being in scenes with her and does she bring does she make you better hell yeah and she doesn't mm-hmm. just make you better when you're in a scene with her she's made me better over the years watching her you know like you know, the people you hang out with the people you're gonna be most like and so i i've i've learned so much from her the funny thing is i never watched Mad Men, so i didn't know who i was dealing with really so it wasn't until we'd actually, it was the first season and we were like, we just done the first couple of scenes together. And I was like, this is, this is real. So I, I, said to, I said to her, I said, you're, you're really good. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. 
Yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, you were. <laughs> she's being funny, you know. She's got a funny sense of humor, but 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 at the, at the same time, she knows she's she's you know, and she is. She's she's just so good, and uh, yeah. Wow. I love talking about um, Handmaid's Tale. I talk about it on stage and I say I watch it for research and not entertainment about when to leave. So thinking back, like I look at how you guys made the progression into going to Gilead. When do you think you guys should have left at one point in the history of it? Do you think, you know, when the credit card stopped, when women couldn't work anymore? For me, I was like when they started shooting the protesters, that's right. when y'all should have left but do you think about that ever yeah but you know it's a really interesting question about like when do you leave and when do you fight and 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 i i i think you know when i look back i feel like the first mistake is that there wasn't enough resistance it was people like luke's character that was like yeah it will change that that really allowed you know paved the paved the way for that kind of regime so I would like the takeaway for people to be that we must engage ourselves actively, particularly in local politics, to make the changes that we want to see. I think running away should be a last minute option. Mm. 866-801-8255. Luke's character. uh, Anyway, we're waiting right now. Also, this is an aside uh, for the for the sentencing of Derek Chauvin, which I do do think like we are literally in a in a, a social car crash. Right now, we're talking about The Handmaid's Tale, which is fiction, but mm, you could obviously see it tip January 6th, told you something could happen. They're still planning. Hey, we had Trump for four years. Hey, 74, more people voted for him the second time. Don't sleep, y'all. And as we wait for the verdict and when it comes in, uh, OT, we're going to break and go right to it because I think it's this is a a moment in time in history that I want to be present Mm -hmm. for. Uh, so Smith is watching, uh, watching as we speak. They've had her, his daughter speak, his nephew, uh, advocates. Uh, there've been a lot of testimony, uh, not testimony, but speaking to the judge about why he should get every year that is available to give him Derek Chauvin. I'm talking about. Um, as you are not an American, watching what happened last summer, being in this Handmaid's Tale that is scary, but the real life that many of us are experiencing, you talk about killing protests, Joyelle, protesters. Um, yeah, you can now run over protesters in several states in this country by law in your mm. car. Yes. So as you're watching it, what what were you thinking? Because the world was enthralled or in, 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 in horror at what happened with George Floyd. Gosh, I mean, that's a really big question. I, I don't know how to, to really put that into words. You know, w- when you see the, the state execute, you know, it has a monopoly on violence, on legal violence, the state. And so that is such a responsibility. And how corrosive it is to every civilian and particularly those who are victimized by those kind of acts, how, how corrosive that is to your sense of safety, the sense of safety of your family. I, I think... Obviously, there's one tragedy which happens, which is the murder of a life. There's another tragedy that happens in the hearts of every person who thinks, wait a minute, this system which is supposed to... And, and, you know, when I think about mental health problems and stuff, like the kind of paranoia, you know, like, is it paranoid if they're really out to get you? The kind, You know, it's it's just so corrosive. And so a lot of what I was thinking about at the time was just how do you, on one side fight and change the system. On the other side, how do you inculcate yourself against 
the pressure that puts on your mental health. I got a question um, from a cultural standpoint. So mm. uh, in the UK, how do fans and particularly the black fan base treat artists and performers who are also advocates and activists, specifically like a John Boyega? How, how is it? Mm. How are, how are, you know, because we view ours differently. We have so many to choose from and they, we can accept the ones who don't do anything. We can accept the ones that do everything. But last year I really saw uh, John Boyega kind of step into um, that advocacy lane. And I, I was curious as to know how do audiences there uh, view him? Do they support that? You know, it's, it's hard to speak in generalizations, um, but I would say we're proud of John. For mm. we, 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 we're really proud of John. And I think, I mean, especially in the black community in England, yeah, the, the, these are our kings, our, you know, and, and, you know, Daniel, when Daniel uh, won and, and listening to his Oscar speech, you know, it was chills time. We have Michaela Cole, you know, like these are, these are real advocates for social change. And yeah, we're so proud of them. Mm. OT Fag, Fag Benle is here yeah, uh, yeah. and he's in, in the Black Widow. Which I probably will be watching, Scarlett Johansson. Even <laughs> you say it, you, you say it like it's like someone's gonna put a gun to your head to do it. Nah, you don't nah, have to watch it, you know. I know I don't. But I watch everything because I feel like I'm responsible if I'm gonna talk about these TV shows. I need to at least you know watch what's some your, of it. What, what's the beef? Why don't you wanna? Why is why's your I'm, mouth like you've been tasting a lemon? Because like because that? because if it's a Black Widow, she needs to be black. Number one. I need her to be black. I need her to be black. Um, <laughs> black widow. Let's yeah, call her the black. Yeah, widow. you put up the air quotes. Uh, number two, you know the whole the whole. We ha- I, I I forgot whose quote it was, but we have Batman because the Wayne Industries created an environment to need a superhero. And in so many mm. ways, you know, we have an Iron Man and a Black Widow because, you know, the, those very people, you know, foster a system of inequality that, that you know, that we need a hero as opposed to, you know, and, and this is just, you know, this is a very esoteric conversation I'm having. But, you know, but, you know, I just feel like uh, for the next generation, I'd like our heroes to, to, to be, you know, people, just regular folk, you know. That look like us. Mm. Mm. All right, I got a, I got I got a con- controversial question okay. real quick. Oh gosh! Because yeah. because since since we have you, because a lot of times we have this conversation without the perspective of the black British actors. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so and you know where I'm going. Are you? I'm gonna ask you just straight up. Are British actors, uh, specifically black, are they better than the black American actors that we have? <laughs> Loaded. <laughs> You want my honest answer? I yes. do. That's what I'm. I, I do. I really do. Not even being. Funny. No, I don't think that. But so many of my heroes are, 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 are African American actors. I mean, some amazing actors. I don't even know what we're talking about here. There, there, there are extraordinary, extraordinary African American actors who inspire me all the time. So, you know, there, there, there is a vogue at the moment. Now, look. There are a lot of great black British actors. I mean, they're, they're great. I watched Daniel Kaluuya get out. I'm like, who else do I want to, who else do I want to do that? He nailed it. It was perfect. Yeah, he did, he did. So, so look, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, with, with television expanding and film expanding, there's room for all of us, you know, from Marcus Garvey, the idea that we're pan-Africans, that we're all one people, that we don't really need to divide ourselves. At the same time, I get it because African-Americans have been so excluded from so many opportunities. It, it can be hard to watch 
a black Brit coming in and, and take part. So like, I'm really sympathetic. I, 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 yeah, I just want our people to be one. I want us to help each other rise up. I want us to think that there's more, that we live in a, in a mentality of abundance and create more opportunities for each other. So that's, that's the way I see it. So are you married? Yeah. No. All right. 866 <laughs> I love him. OT. Yeah. OT. Go ahead. I'm sorry, No, this is where I thought you were going to go with it, Lamont. Do you have that pressure going into playing Barack Obama? You know, because everyone complains about how the British actors are taking, oh, you know. These, I didn't even know that. That's what he's quintessent. Yeah, he's going to play Obama. So oh, it's like, well, that, yeah, that's, how, yes. does that, how does that influence oh, your performance? Because I'm a person, Obama's you know. Ken Wait, hold on. Obama's Kenyan. No, right, go ahead. Kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> well, 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 I mean, you know what, Karen? Yeah, yeah, it's to some extent it does make a difference. Listen, I, I, I won't say what. There was an opportunity earlier on for me to potentially play another African American icon, and one of the reasons I turned one of the reasons I turned down that opportunity was because I thought it should go to an African American, right? Who, that, that, but, but that's who's going to be? Wait, who was it? Who was it? Elder Barge. But no, it was Howard, Christopher Howard Williams. Hewitt. No, it was, it was Christopher Smith, Williams. Though. It was but, but, <laughs> the Christopher Williams story. Yeah. I'll be sure. <laughs> but but I'll say this. I'll say this. But I do think Damn for me cool. personally, Barack is someone who has an African father who lived abroad in multiple countries as a youth. I feel that I genuinely come from as a person, someone who can really relate to that story. So Barack, I think is slightly different from some of the others. Sure, you get, right. you get a pass, you get a pass for that. Right. But I, I, the, the answer I was looking for though, because you got Franklin on Snowfall, you got Idris Elba, you know, the only real black actor in 27 movies from America is Anthony Mackie. But I, I wanted to know, <laughs> Is is there a method? Is there Wait, a training Michael B. Method? Jordan. Stop Michael it. B. Jordan. Stop. Is there a training method? Denzel Washington, some... stop. And his son, stop it. Stop. <laughs> Somebody it. explained it to me that theatrically y'all train different. Is that true? You know what? It's Daniel Kaluuya. I've known Daniel for since he was a, almost a teenager, right? A long time. And I've seen him in plays. This brother is so talented. So, but what's great about the, the theater tradition in England is you get to play such a diversity of roles that you're mm. not just like, oh, you're the gangster, you're the sweet boy, you're the... Nah, you're playing the Prince of Denmark and you're playing, you know what I'm saying? These kind of opportunities really expand actors' imaginations and their experience. And I think that really helps when you're, when you're now coming to the States, your mindset of what's possible, both in terms of range of characters, but within the character, what the range can be. I, I think that does help mm. a lot of mm. British actors. Mm. All right, so mm. give us your Barack Obama. Are you so you're, you're playing? <laughs> right. He so went want, in and out of it. No pressure. I, I want, he, he, OT, did he did OT, a I want. Bit. I like him. I want. Huh? I want two things. First of all, your your American. What what region of America do you mm. rely upon when you slip into your American accent? And uh, then then we, I want to hear your Barack Obama. Well, no, I mean, listen, no, 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 <laughs> you got to put him on the spot. Why you want to do this to me? Let's because this is the Karen Hunter show. I'm this is what we do. <laughs> I'm literally breaking out into this a little good. sweat This right is, now. this is okay, what we do. Okay, number one, I'm not going to do Barack. You just, you just take it out of the table. Okay, let me see uh, what his sign is. I'm in it right now. Can't be pressured. Uh, yeah, that's, that, 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 yes. that's like asking a comedian to tell a joke. All right, yeah, so be funny. All right, so he's a Capricorn, so he is stubborn. He is. Oh, yay, Earth signs. Capricorn or Aquarius? He's one of them. I can't I'm not denying. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of America, I've had to do a few. Um, there's like, like, so Luke is like a general American. He's like, I kind of take, you know, like he, he doesn't have, yeah. So like Ohio, sometimes I use, I used to play this character called Frank. 
Um, and he was like, oh my God, I can't believe that. He, 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 I, did, I, did, I did it, I did it in a show called Looking for HBO. He was one of my, I, that was my favorite American accent to do. It was like, you're gorgeous. Allie girl. You're absolutely gorgeous. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, OT. All right. So I, I misspoke. You're an Aquarius. All right. So, um, anyway, uh, Oh, what? So, now you're not my friend. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, that's, that's Oprah. No, and... Before she was like, Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Joyelle. Joyelle I, I dated gotta... a couple of y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're not dating what do you them here. know about my people? Tell, tell them, tell them, tell them what yeah. problems, what did you because find? it could be that she's a Virgo, right? So it could be the Virgo that, that y'all aren't compatible. Sure. That's sure. You don't know what my rising and my lowering is. So go on. What what what, mm. what did you find about Aquarius? A little, little indecisive and dodgy. So you're a little bit dodgy there. Yeah, a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> a little dodgy, isn't, isn't it? it? A little dodgy. <laughs> a little dodgy, isn't it? Really? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty, you, wait, you my. saw how decisive I was? No Obama. There, I was just straight. I gave you even the Obama thumb. Straight away. No Obama. So, but, so well, why though? Why though? I just, mm-hmm. I just want to know why, why we, cause you had you to do, do it. So it should be right there. Uh, listen, I'm doing it right now. I was right. doing Obama last week with Queen V, Queen Viola. Can Ugh. I say something about Viola Davis? Come on, yes. tell us something. She's amazing. Is she playing oh Michelle? God. Yes, she yeah, is. She's playing, she's playing Michelle Obama. Lamont, you got to do some more research, brother. Like, <laughs> we, 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 read an email. <laughs> Get I missed it. Get him! But, but that's but that's that's another one. She's the only one working. She's not. She doesn't look like Michelle Obama. This is the point. She's an actress. Gosh. Yes, I don't look. I don't really look like Barack. You know, but 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 the the point is is like it's about capturing the spirit. If you want to see Obama, go go on YouTube. Like you know, I, I think our job as actors is to try and embody the spirit, but also to give you a, an idea. But anyway, the point is about Viola. <laughs> She's so good. She's so good. But also, she's political, man. I mean, like, we get into the chats, we get into philosophy, politics. She's so well-read. She's so knowledgeable. I, I, just, I just wanted to say I love that woman, and she's everything. So tell oh. me about your, your siblings. You have some pretty uh, – the whole uh, – your whole family's pretty dope. So, yeah. so what was, what was going on in that household that produced, you know, a Olympic athlete, filmmaker, actor, you know, all this incredible – uh, giftedness. Yeah. Well, there, there's 12 of us. And uh, like you said, my, <laughs> my, my sister, so we had numbers on our side, my, you know, my sister's a Harvard graduate Olympiad and, and, you know, like my, my brother, that's, I'm in his house right now. He, um, he's the director of Bad and Bougie and then a bunch of other huge music videos. And my brother, Lutie's the producer of our TV show, Max, which people should watch on Hulu, by the way, Max, M-A-X-X-X on Hulu. Check it out. But, um, we talk about it a lot in my family, like, and there are others as well. Like, what is it? What was the special source? I think it was a combination of like competitiveness, but also mentorship in our family. That you know, we would run the other part. We, you know, if we play basketball, we play chess, we play Monopoly in a debate. We're hard on each other, but at the same time, we look for opportunities to pull each other up. And I think, you know, that combination really helped out. And great mothers. So all Six twelve mothers. of you weren't raised in the same home. Though, right? There's 40 years between eldest and youngest. Ooh, so, a, so I'm like, yeah, okay. You said yeah, great mothers. Consistent. You said great yeah. mothers. Six, yes. six mothers. Six mothers. Oh wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. That's okay. A, how how does that play out though? You know, because we're we're conditioned. I'm 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 reimagining my whole entire thing. Everything that I was raised with, right? Yeah. You know, 
from monogamy to every everything, right? I, I'm thinking everything is up for examination. And when you when you come into cultures, you know, and we want to clutch our pearls. Oh my gosh! And you speak so matter of fact. You have there's twelve of you, six mothers. There's no like you know baby mama this and all of that other. It's family, like you said, right? What are well, we doing wrong? I, I, I didn't say all of that. Look, you know, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> like you know, um, you know, there, there's complications in all families, and you know, my my father, it wasn't you know all at the same time. It wasn't you know prestigious, but 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 my grandfather, he did have five wives all at the same time, all living in one mm. compound. It was a different time. I can't speak to the happiness and mental health of those women. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I, I I can't speak to you know. I'm still trying to figure out relationships myself. I'm I'm, I'm still trying to learn. I'm on a, I'm on a journey myself. So I I'm, I've got no I've got no pearls of wisdom to drop. Um, I just you know, there is it's a challenge. Relationships are challenges. Okay, all right. I'll I'll move away from OT. All right. So you're in Black Widow, uh, which I may I'm gonna watch. Am I gonna be happy with you in this? Oh, with me in it? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm pretty good in it. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. But, yeah. You're, you're playing Barack Obama with, with Viola. It's, it's yeah. called First Lady. It's an anthology series. Uh, Lamont, this is for you, First Lady. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it also has Michelle Pfeiffer and Jillian oh, Andrews. That was some it. amazing stuff. And uh, Dakota Fanning's in it as well. What's the role that you most want to play that you haven't played yet? Who do you want to play that you haven't played? Good question. You know what? I was thinking about Harry Belafonte. I was looking at you that. thinking that. Yeah! That was yes, Dayo, Dayo. <laughs> Better do that. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's that's something that, a little bit on my mind. Something I've been thinking about. Um, but you know what? To be honest, the thing that's getting me out of bed most in the morning at the moment is like where our representation, I think, suffers the most is behind the camera, or what they call above the line: producers, directors, writers. And, and, and that's where I'm, I'm, my energy is focusing on that. So like I mentioned my show, Max, M-A-X-X-X, on Hulu, go support that. That is a black production company, black exec. We, and, but we also have black heads of the department, whether it be makeup or locations or whatever. And for me, finding ways to put black people behind the camera and help other people get that experience that's really what's exciting so yes acting i'm all about that i love acting boom but but what really gets me out of bed in the morning is figuring out how we tell our stories how we how we broaden idea of the diaspora and and, and african stories now, and all now that. when you spoke about max you said my so did you start a uh, production company is that part one of your projects yeah so my brother luti uh luti l-u-t-i he, he has a production company, Luthi Media. We're coming together to create another production company, which is going to house all the stuff that we want to do going forward. But yeah. yeah. Chef's kiss to you. Chef's kiss. I know you got to go. Uh, but you, yeah, but you, <laughs> I love, I like you. Yes. I'm going to follow everything that you're doing. I'm so grateful oh, that you came here. That. You got an open yes. seat when, when things open up, which they're not, even though they are motherfuckers. It's still a pandemic. People still yes. dying. Uh, when yeah. it's completely open, I want to see you somewhere over dinner. I'm going to add you to I'm my list of people to I'd it. like to have dinner yeah. with. Yes. Gina Yashere says hi. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Tell Gina what's up. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this Nigerian love. You're a beloved in the house. OT Fagbenle. Gosh, I gotta get it. Fagbenle, nice to meet <laughs> you. you. you Thank it. you for Thank being you. here.